Hello, everybody, and welcome to Professor P's podcast. I'm Natasha Palumbo, aka Professor P. I'm known for evoking the essence of spirituality by bringing the energetic fire, activating the mind, and speaking the truth. I'm so honored that you are here with us today. I thank you for joining. This podcast is focused on entrepreneurship, empowerment, and energetics. You're going to find a wealth of information inside, guest speakers, and the elixir, a dose of energetic power. So let us join in on today's podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Professor P's podcast. I am so excited for today. Uh, First of all, thank you all for your love and support as always. If you saw any of my postings on Facebook about the last episode, hypnotic rhythm and definite purpose, you realize that there was a little struggle in getting that one out to all of you. And for those of you who have read the book, Outwitting the Devil, you'll see that in that book, it tells you that you will be blocked in trying to deliver this truth, but you know, I cannot be stopped. So I got it out to you. I hope that you checked out that podcast. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it and do the homework, make sure you go back and listen to it. But thank you to all of those who've already replied and given me the feedback and told me about how you read the book and you read that part and you are like in shock that it happened. Um, But despite all the odds, we did get that episode out and we are here today with my very first guest speaker episode. I'm so excited for this one. I am so excited. I promised you I was bringing guest speakers and I have an amazing guest speaker today. And listen, if you know anybody who wants to be on my show, send them my way. If you want to be on my show, if you have a story of empowerment or entrepreneurship or both, please reach out to me. I'd love to learn more and I'd love to get you scheduled as a guest. But let's jump in on today with my first guest speaker, Emily Sanders. Emily, thank you so much for being here with me as my very first guest speaker, kicking it off. I'm so excited to tell everybody about who you are and share your story. I um, have had the privilege and honor of working with Emily for actually a couple of years now. And she is just an extraordinary vessel and I can't do her as much service as she can do herself. So I'm gonna let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit. Emily, welcome in. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on the show today. You're welcome. You're welcome. So tell us a little bit about, why don't you start with your story? Why don't you tell everybody kind of your story, your background, um, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Okay. Well, I have a very interesting story, um, but we all have our own stories. Mine, um, for years, I was always trying to find my way. And I will say from childhood on up, I was married at 15. I was a teenage mom. I had, I've had some trauma, sexual trauma, abuse from teenage years moving forward. And I don't think I realized how much it affected me until just recently in my life. And throughout that time, I always was trying to find my way, you know? relationships, constantly in abusive relationships, trying to find love in all the wrong places. I was able to maintain a job because that's what you do as a, as a mom, as you maintain a job, you get a place. And I did pretty well, um, but never able to be really consistent with it because I felt like there was something more I needed in life, but couldn't figure out what that was. And it really didn't come to light until I hit rock bottom. And that was in the most horrific relationship I had been in, which was back in 2016, got involved with the, with a guy who I thought I was in love with. We were going to build this, this beautiful future together. And it was at a very down time in my life. I was in between jobs. So we were having financial problems and he came in to save the day. Unfortunately, I didn't gain or move forward. Actually, I lost and continued to lose until this relationship that I was chasing after actually had me selling my body to Mm -hmm. others for 
the 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 betterment of us as a as a whole. So that was it was a very horrific time in my life, and that stemmed from 2016 to 2019, when I was of no more use to him. I was eight and a half months pregnant, and what are you going to do with a, a girl who's eight and a half months pregnant? There's really no more. Um, who wants me tonight? Money wise, I was a burden. He dropped me off. He abandoned me out on the street. And after about a week, I realized he wasn't coming back for me. Not this time. And I called 911. I stayed in a hospital for a little over a week. Found out I had gestational diabetes. I was sick. And even more so that I didn't realize I was in shock. Luckily, the social worker, because I was pregnant, had nowhere to go. You're kind of more on the priority list when it comes to um, what's available in the community for you. Bishop Gallego's maternity home had an opening and I was able to go there. When I arrived there, it still would take a few weeks before I came out of um, shock. I just kind of coasted. It was like almost a, like a hazy fog. I just kind of was there. Mm. Um, but that's where my healing started. I was there from 2019 till 2020. But during my time there, I took advantage of what they had to offer. They had a trauma counselor and I knew that I needed that. So I, I hooked onto her. She was phenomenal. And um, a lot of the progress and um, the ability, the, what gave me the ability to move forward was that healing component that I was able to take advantage of there. They had um, domestic violence classes. And at first, it's my trauma counselor. So she goes, the first time you're there, you're sitting like this. I knew I needed to be there, but it took a while before I was open arms and letting it all in. Mm. But I did. And it was the best thing that I could do during my stay there as well. It's, it's a Catholic ran home. And one thing I've learned from my experience, not just that horrific time, but over time, I've seen a lot of Catholics doing for others. And even if you're not Catholic or you're not, they still want to help other people. So I was very intrigued. And I ended up taking um, the RCIA class and converting to Catholicism while I was with them. And it was a very big milestone for me when my son and I were both baptized together mm. because it was a turning point in my life. I really felt that it, and I still do to this day, it was the new beginning. It was a new life beginning for me. The way I was seeing life my lenses had changed. My mindset started to change. And I was able to cut off all the toxic behaviors, all the toxic people. That life was removed and my new one began. January 6th in 20, 2021, my grandmother passed away. And with that, um, her passing was very hard my grandmother and I were very close but it also was a turning point for my family and I reconnecting because at that point they were unable to afford where they were so they all came to me so now it's so nice to have myself my mom my two oldest my and my three-year-old my miracle son all my babies are miracles but we're all together and at that point I knew that I wanted something different. I wanted something, I wanted to lift us all up and out of living in poverty. Mm. And around that time, I somehow got connected with the core program with the city of Sacramento and started looking into that. So I was like, oh, wow, okay. So if I started a business in the cannabis industry, that's lucrative. And if I could do well with that, then I could give back because what I ultimately wanted to do is help other women succeed like I am. But I needed the money to do that, right? I'm thinking, okay, well, I need the money in order to pull myself and family, and then I can do that and then give back. But, you know, one thing you learn when you start doing all these business courses, it's, it's all about finding your niche. 
It's all about finding what's that niche. I couldn't find it. What was my niche with that? I just couldn't find it. And Natasha, you know very well because Natasha, you, I end up finding Natasha as a mentor for the California Capitals Women's Business Center, which was godsend because mm -hmm. then you had courses that you were offering yeah. that have helped mold me and give me the direction and show me what my real purpose was. So my real purpose has always been helping others and uplifting others. The reason why I couldn't find my niche in the cannabis industry or any other for-profit is because that wasn't my path. That wasn't my, that wasn't going to, that wasn't my purpose or my, what was going to be my fulfillment. And I'll never forget in class with you. I was like, I just can't find anything. We were going to have that pitch off. I go, well, I just might not be able to do it. You said, no, scratch that. We're just, you want to work with women? You want to help them? Let's go that route. And that was a, another milestone and turning point in the direction in which I was going. Because once I hit that direction, the doors of opportunity have continued to open. Because when you're on that right path, when you're on the path that's destined for you, it won't even feel like work. And opportunity will continue to come your way. You just have to be willing to walk through it. Awesome. And so here I am now, and we are just about with Connect to Change. I'm rebranding Connect to Change because when I started, it was going to be Connect T-O Change. Well, I found that that name was taken. So we have converted the T-O into a two. We're in the process of becoming a fully incorporated 501c3. And the doors of opportunity just continue to come. Mm -hmm. They just continue to come. And really it was, sometimes people just need to be ignited. Mm -hmm. And I'll say that's one thing for you, Natasha. You're somebody who ignites. You ignite the life and the motivation. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you go, no. Don't look at that. That's that's a blocker you've put there yourself. It's open. You can do whatever you you want to do. Yeah. You know, you said a couple of things. I want to I want to highlight some things and I'm going to wrap into everybody listening what connect to changes and how you kind of got here. But when you came to me, you wanted to know about core and I had already taught. Well, I don't know. I think at that point I taught at least four cohorts or three cohorts. I taught, I've taught them all. I know they, they showed up and they'd be like, oh my God. But yeah, that, that was me. I, I taught you that. I teach core too. But, but when you got to me, entrepreneurship is, you know, universal almost, right? You got to teach it no matter what industry. And I was like, that's not it. That's your story. Once your story started opening up, I said, that's not, that's, that's not it, Emily. That's not it. And so that one moment where you had tried a couple other things and I was like, no, listen, let's just get rid of all that. You are here because of your story. You are here because of your story, because I'm here because of my story. And I share from a perspective of my story. And I know that's what you're here. And I have seen the doors of opportunity open and open and open and open for you. When you said, you know what? I am going to help women like myself. I'm going to help homeless women and I'm going to help women who are out there being used as sex objects, you know, on the street, sexual objects on the street. I am going to go and help connect them to change. And it really just birthed itself out of you, right? And so that's what you're doing now is connect to change. You've taken your life story and you've, you are working it into this beautiful, amazing nonprofit model that is going to and already has been a blessing to people already women already right but you made one comment when you were talking about this part of changing your life there is always that rock bottom now listen everyone listening you don't always have to go to rock bottom you can go to our rock bottom real fast and, and get your own self back up but sometimes everybody has to experience a little of their own rock bottom but the reason people share is to let people know you're not alone and rock bottoms that you've hit and sometimes they're very important like I've said in the past, it's in the breaking that we are able to rebuild. And so you said something about changing your environment and the people around you and realizing that that was preventing you and you weren't going to do that. How hard was that to let go of people um, who weren't really, you know, you get addicted to people. We get addicted to trauma. We get addicted to pain. I mean, how was that drug to let go of? How hard was that for you? 
It was hard. You know, I can look back now and see like, oh my gosh, if I would have done that sooner, so many, so much more would have happened. But you know, it's, it's change is hard. Change is hard. Um, changing your circle is hard, you know, because we get used to what's, what's comfortable. And even though it might be destructive and we can sit at the end of the day and go, we can't do that anymore. We can't, we, as a people, instead of seeking out and finding something new, cause that would be too much work. We'll go back to what's comfortable. We'll just do it one more day. We'll make, we hope that it's going to get better. But like Einstein says, that's insanity doing the same thing and expecting different results. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, nothing happens overnight. Everything that I've done has been one step at a time, one baby step at a time. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a saying, there's a couple sayings, you know, being by being fills the bag and slowly is the fastest way to get to where you, the place that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'd still do this to the day. I compare what I see, like my new circle of friends and I, I, I compare where I am to them. And I, and I really can't do that because I have come a far, a long way. And often we look at other people's lives and go, oh man, if we could just be like that, but we don't really know what all is going on in everybody's lives. Cause we all have our own stories. We all have our ups and downs, but you just have to make a decision and then go, how do I, how do I make it there? How do I get to that decision? Mm-hmm. What are the steps? And you work backwards mm-hmm. and you accomplish one small step, because if you can accomplish the small decisions you make, you'll be able to accomplish the bigger ones that you make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One step at a time. One step at a time. How do you eat an elephant? And like one bite at a time. One bite at a time. I say it all the time. How do you eat an elephant? One bite, one bite at a time. Right. It's I think the the biggest thing though is what you said to me about it almost over a year ago now was meditation. You said try out insight timer. And Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you, I first tried it. I was like, I can't do this. Um, I can't and my thoughts. I can't. But you know what? It's one thing that will will help anybody with all aspects, health, mental health, everything. Yeah. Meditation. Meditation. Two, minutes to start and just one day at a time. Yeah. I have a meditation podcast. I have a real, I did a meditation on there, a guided meditation, and I have more meditations coming. I keep promising them. But listen, I got my guest speaker today. So I'm telling you I'm working because I've been promising guest speakers too. And here we are. <laughs> But let me, let me tell you the truth. I do have meditations. I'm, I'm working, I'm being very selective with the music. I'm trying to find the right music to do the meditation and guide, but I have one out there. It's in that meditation podcast cut, but it's true. And it's, I teach from what I have learned, right? I cannot give you what I do not have. I cannot share with you what I have not experienced, right? It's why I'm so adamant about being a lifelong learner and always constantly pursuing knowledge. Knowledge is so powerful and it's abundant. And so many times we, there's a library. I've talked about that before, full of books you can go read and it's free. You can just, even if you don't want to take the library card and get one, you can just sit in the library and read for a few hours, right? We negate that a lot of times. And it's so important that we do, um, take advantage of what's available knowledge, right? And resources and meditation. And again, I struggled there in the beginning, but it was offered to me as a pathway. And finally I settled in and yeah, it has, it's, it's wondrous. It just does wondrous things. You know, how would somebody, so one of the things too, you said, you've come a far away, listen, from a, from a grocery cart behind a building in a paper, uh, cardboard box. I mean, that's where Emily has been, everyone. Please, I want you to understand how far we're talking, right, to a woman who's now establishing her own nonprofit, right, is is um, seeking to um, continue to get grant funding, already operating in that, those kind of things. That's an amazing feat um, from um, the place of despair to the place of empowerment, right? But how did you trust the resource? because trust is a big factor. Like we go and get help all the time, but you know, I don't know if I can trust it, Emily, because you know, they've not really helped me before, or, you know, or I, I, I do come in and my hands are folded and I'm angry because I don't want to be there. Like, how do I know I can trust Emily? How can I trust it? With faith, faith. That's the only thing. Cause the thing is, is, and this is something that I've, I've just recently 
really been able to connect with is trusting the process. Mm. I'm not trusting any specific person or any specific resource. I'm trusting the process and the universe the universe will open doors when it's meant to. When you've made those decisions, it will conspire to make those things happen. And you walk and live the life that you want to have. One thing that got me, the one thing that kept me going with the meditation is because you told me something. You said that that's what the top 1% do. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to be rich. I want money coming my way. I want generational wealth for my family is I I want, I'm building my legacy. And what am I going to leave behind for my family and for others? So that's a big thing for me. So if that, if you're telling me that's what the top 1% do, well, then I need to be doing it. I walk as though everything is already, has already been built around me. I walk in and live it. And I have faith that the universe and the trust that it's going to work out even when things don't work out, sometimes they don't work out to the way that you thought they should Mm -hmm. work out, but give it some time and you'll look back and go, oh, that's why that happened. This wouldn't have happened if that hadn't happened like it did. Mm -hmm. So you just have to have faith in your journey and faith and trust that you're going to get to where you're going. That divine alignment, you know, um, was there a point when you were looking at all the resources and you'd gotten yourself in there, I mean, you were like, this is it, I'm going to do it. But where was it? Was there a particular person that kind of helped soften you or you were like, you know what, this, they're here for me. And I'm going to, I'm going to use this to the full capacity, right? Cause faith takes a little bit to build up to. All right. It really does. You're like, okay, Emily, you know, faith, but I, I still haven't seen much faith because the things that I look for, you know, they, they haven't come to pass. And, you know, I just don't know. I just don't know. Was there, was, was it that, what was it? Was there what I call an earth angel that popped up for you that spoke into your life? Or was there, I know you said you and your son had this divine moment where, you know, you, you felt this turning point after your baptism with God and, and you, you felt this deeper connection with God. What, what was it? Do you think? I would say, I couldn't name just one thing. It was a multitude of things that ended up being my ultimate savior. I believe that angels were set in my path. God sent certain people for a reason, for a season, whatever it is. At Bishop Gallegos and the and the people that I was around, it was very supportive. And it's very important wherever you're going that you have a strong support system. Mm-hmm. People who you know want nothing but for you to succeed. Those are the people that you have to be around who are in your corner so that even if you, you know, if you make a mistake, because we're going to make mistakes, I still make mistakes. I'm going to make more mistakes as I go forward. But I know that I have people who I can fall back on and go, look, this is what happened. What should I do from here? I can't believe I just did this. What can I do? And it's knowing that you have those people that are going to be there for you is so very important to get you to being able to have that faith, mm-hmm. you know, but it takes time because mm-hmm. I definitely had to cycle out of survival. Ooh. Every day was a, 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 a day of survival for me. You know, where was I going to be sleeping? Where was I going to be eating? Was I going to ha- have either one of those? Um, who, who can I trust? That was a big one. But the, the problem is too, is when you're out there and you're alone, and how I, I always said, I felt like I was in an invisible prison and you're cut off to so many people and out there on the street, that's how it, the, it kind of works is it's distrustful. You don't, then they'll tell you that don't trust anybody. Don't trust any, because everybody's trying to survive themselves. Yeah. And if they have to get over on you to do it, they will. But you have to remember that in life there's good and bad. And that's the same thing with people. And there are plenty, there are a lot of people who want to help others. Yes. There really are good people out there. There are. And there's a lot of organizations that are filled with these people who want nothing more, but to, to help somebody like Mm -hmm. the success is seeing them succeed. That's the best feeling anyone can have that I've, I've said something to this person or I've done something that has helped them succeed. That's the best feeling to have. And 
it just, it takes time. Mm -hmm. It takes time to be able to know that you, you have that support system and making sure that you're building the support system with the right people who are going to support you in the right ways, which means that's for your success. Mm -hmm. And I was lucky enough to hone in on those people and really take advantage of that support. Mm -hmm. And they've helped guide the way and the path to where I am now today. Where you are today. What would you say to, you know, organizations out there who really do want to help women like this, but they've never been on the street. They've never even stood in a food line. They just had a desire, you know, or maybe they have a little bit in, in the background of something, but not enough to really relate. What um, wisdom would you give to them with working with types of, you know, our type of women, women from backgrounds like ourselves, like what kind of encouragement would you tell them? Because, you know, we could be good one moment, then the next we're self you know, like, what would you say? How would you ask them to care for? What would your wisdom be? You know, there's, there's two types, there's sympathy and empathy, right? And so anybody can sympathize with somebody. I have the experience so I could have the empathy for them because I can understand where they're coming from. I've been there. Might be two different stories, but I understand the despair. I've been there. Mm-hmm. But really, you don't have to be there to help somebody. All it takes is a desire and the will and the want to want to help another human being. And us as human beings, we're kind of able, we're able to fill out who's really, are you there because, yeah. you know, this is a paycheck, are you, but you don't really want to be here, this isn't really your thing, yeah. or are you there because you really, you want to help? Yeah. And I could tell you on my journey, there were plenty of people who have never been in the same shoes as me, but they wanted to help so badly, and I felt that, and I felt that, and they held my hand, and that's what I want to do for others. Mm-hmm. to let them know that there's somebody else here to walk this with you, to hold your hand. Mm-hmm. If there's a problem, let me advocate for you. Let me speak up. Right. We're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. And don't let any experience you've had with a paycheck keep you from finding one person or several people who have passion to help you, right? So taking um, the experience of maybe the past of somebody, because I know sometimes people work with people and, and they've not had the best experience, but then, like you say, they get over to me and it's a whole world different because I have that empathy. I've experienced that life, right? Just remember we're here waiting. And so maybe you've come across somebody who was just in it for a paycheck. Please forgive them. They have their own issues that they haven't been able to fully wrestle with and be done with. Right. And so there they are in that paycheck, but don't, let that miss your opportunity to come and be with somebody who is really in it with their passion and their heart. And, and maybe they haven't fully experienced everything you have, but they have the passion to help you. And they have been put in that place to help you. That's what they are there for. So we want you to make sure you know that you can get help because it's hard on the street and we return to the street. You know, when I work with organizations, they're like, how do we stop the homelessness? We, they just keep returning. Well, you're not giving them enough time, number one. Your system is set up to continue to feed systematic oppression and poverty, which are big business and controlled thought makes the most money. So even your organization inside is oppressed if we really sit down and took a survey. And so your organization isn't set up to actually spend the time. It takes time and it takes um, not throwing somebody into a whole bunch of things either. Little, little pieces, little bites, little bites at a time. It's why I work very incrementally with people because I know if I try to give them too much, they won't, they can't even fathom it. And then they, it, it just goes into greater despair for them, right? So uh, for women on the streets who want to get out, what, what would you say to them? What's the, what would you share with them? I would say, let's be real. Mm. There's not going to be any perfect place out there. And there's not any perfect solution out there. So that, get that off your mind. But what I will say is nothing's permanent either. So 
there are stepping stones that you have to take in the community to get to where you want to be. Some of those stepping stones might be ones that you rather not step over, but you're going to have to. But I can guarantee that if you follow those steps and you, and you do whatever the program's asking you to do, that at the end, there is going to be another life available. There are things that will be open to you. There is a light. There is a reconnection that you will have with yourself, with others, with housing, with employment, if that's what, whatever it is. And don't let anybody tell you that you have to do just this. If you have something envisioned for your life that you want to do, you set that as a goal. And then you make sure you talk to the right people who can make that happen for you because nothing is impossible. Absolutely. 100%. You know, next level steps required always next level steps required always be willing to take the step. Even when you feel like you don't see it, I promise you, God will give you something to step on. Every time God will reveal a step for you. All God is asking you to do is to move forward in faith and take that step. And before you even plant your foot, a stone will appear for you to step on. Next level steps required. Your next level is available to you, steps required. So connect to change is birthing. I, you know, I got this amazing uh, text message, you know, that your articles have been filed. I mean, now we're getting really official here. We like, are, they've been approved too. Oh, I've already hey. got that approval. <laughs> Congratulations. So yes. we are, we're approved, but even before being approved, you've already had donors, you know, I'll never forget when you came and went out with me into the streets of homeless, you was just like everywhere. It was so cute. <laughs> Emily was just, she was just like, she was like, unleash me. And she was gone with the wind and was passing out bags, running through the street. It's always so fun when I have people join me and maybe they've done a little giving, but you know, I do big, large giving and you came to, we fed. So it was big, right? You've, you've been with me to, to see some of the big, big things, big numbers. And you were just, you know, Oh, I know this woman around the corner. Can I take some back? Absolutely. Yes, you can, honey, take them wherever you want. So now you're, you know, you're beginning to unfold, but the entrepreneurship nonprofit. Now, if people don't understand, entrepreneurship is one thing. Nonprofit is a whole nother oh. thing. They don't it understand. most certainly is. Let me tell you, if you want to get an LLC for and start your own business, it is snappy. Like you can get that all done, have your EIN and everything by the end of the week. No problem. Now for nonprofits, there are a lot of steps and the steps change depending on who you're working with. Um, so it's, it's definitely to incorporate, there's, there's a lot of steps that have to take place. Um, first I reserve the name, then filing the articles of incorporation. Then there's going to be the statement of information that needs to be done. I'm in search of an accountant right now to finish up the, the 1023 that needs to be sent to the IRS to get mm -hmm. that going. But there, there's a lot of steps, but there's a lot of, um, it's a, my takeaway from it is the experience I'm getting from doing all of this. Cause it, there's a lot, there's a learning curve and I'm learning a lot about how the process is. And there's so much of a process. It really is kind of helping set up, setting up the system of success going forward, mm -hmm. because I really have a better understanding of how it mm -hmm. all works, the inner workings of it, um, what stimulates people to give, um, communication. Ooh. There's just so much that goes along with um, starting a nonprofit. But what was really important to me is I didn't want to just go, okay, I want to start a nonprofit, find a couple of friends. They're my board members. And then we're just kind of makeshift going along. It's really important for me to help others. So in order for me to do that, I have to make sure that I'm building a model that's going to be sustainable. And that means sustainable for the women, sustainable for the organization, so that we can continually help women and scale out eventually, starting small and hopefully growing very big. Mm -hmm. I love it. 
I love, it's a lot of work. People don't really understand it is. It's a lot of work and nonprofits are a different beast. They're entrepreneurship, like on steroids. It's just crazy <laughs> yes. because it, you need everything you need. And, and where I, ha, you know, I've trained a lot of nonprofits too, and um, entrepreneurship, social entrepreneurship specifically, because that those are um, where we give back, right. As a social entrepreneur, we, we give back and we have a set of social measures and and we are here for the world ultimately and I've taught them and they're like wow man the save model for marketing like wow I wish I would have known this before or all these little even the business model canvas to think about it when you're thinking about you're not who's your key partners what's your infrastructure going to look like who are going to be your clients what's your value proposition what is your purple cow you know what kind of how are we going to get grant money and what are we going to spend it on it's the same thing and it's such a missing piece in nonprofit that the nonprofit world kind of has missed out on some of the startup knowledge you know and and feel like it's separate it's not it's that's what I that's what I love so much about what you have going on because you've been through my entrepreneurship courses you've You've been through a, a ton of my workshops and uh, entrepreneurship empowered my startup, all the things, all that doing you well. And you have my social entrepreneurship book too, as well. And you actually have all the books. Um, hey, shout out to all five. Anyways, you got all the books. So you're, you're good there. Books are available online. You guys listen, let me get my life together. Okay. Um, but it's a lot of work. However, it, the impact is so phenomenal. And you said something like, what you're doing is you're being very intentional with your work. You are not just picking a random board off of friends and family. You're actually being very intentional with your board and your board is very important. Everyone, you want a board who can don't donate or who have people who can donate to your organization. You want a board who's connected, has a network because you're going to be drawing from that network. You want a board who's heavily educated, who has some clout, who comes with some experience and expertise. One of the things I tell you all, all the time is to have mentorship. I was with my mentor today and I sat with him and celebrated his birthday. And we talked about some very big things that I've, I've kind of told you a little bit that are, they're on the horizon. There's some amazing things. Continue to keep watching everyone, continue to keep listening. There are amazing things on the horizons. I am not doing this alone, nor is Emily doing it alone. She has mentors that she connects with. I happen to be one of the mentors and was for a long period of time and still am here in that respect. But you must do this. You're not doing this alone. You can't. Dream <laughs> work is done by what work? Teamwork. Say it again, Emily, so they can hear you. Teamwork. Teamwork. Makes teamwork. The dream work. Teamwork makes the dream work. You, you're not alone. And even as a sole proprietor, you're still not, you don't do it alone. You still need people to help you. So remember that out there. Delegation is your superpower. This takes a lot of work. So let's talk about the vision before we get ready to wrap up. We got to give some people homework too. Okay. We, we're going to figure out some <laughs> homework for them because, you know, I, but we've definitely given them a lot to think about today, but y'all are getting some homework. You're not getting out of this interview without homework, but what's the big vision for connect to change? Where do you see yourself? What, what is the vision? And um, tell me a little bit about the vision, the big vision. So currently we're starting off with providing immediate safety and shelter for women who are victimized by being trafficked for sex in our communities, and then providing connection to wraparound services, such as you know getting their identification, Department of Human and Health, employment opportunities, um, counseling, mental health, of course. Um, so a whole housing navigators, that's gonna be very big. So getting them wraparound services like that. So even when they're out of our care, they have the foundation and the toolkit needed to start rebuilding their lives. Now, that is to kind of get up and started, being able to get out there and helping some women. The end, not even an end goal, but the vision going out, I'd say more into like the third year is to also start building safe houses and having mm -hmm. a home that has a program itself that's going to be focused on um, the value, finding your value and following your dreams for those coming off the streets and having somewhat of the same kind of a system and steps that I took to get to where I am to kind of help get past the trauma, start to heal, start to reframe your mind and be able to start having a different mindset, learning those skills like meditation and counsel, all those things together over time so that they can really have success in their life with whatever they choose 
whatever they want to do. Um, and it would be really nice if we could have something like a, um, for those who want to pursue being entrepreneurs, because I know that there are ways of finding talents and strengths within others, and then finding a business model that might wrap around them. So that would be like the, the, the big vision is how can we produce more entrepreneurs like myself that could come out and then also give back in their communities, you know? So that would be the, the vision with that. And also just with myself being able to go out there and bring more awareness to what trafficking is in our local mm -hmm. communities. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of misconceptions. One, people don't realize how bad it is here in our community. Two, we all um, kind of go and base what we think sex trafficking is off of movies. And there's a very grim reality of what it is here in our own community. So I'd like to really get going with that so that we could bring the awareness. And also, it's very important to me to figure out a way how we can market it so the victims know who to call. Because I, when I was out there, I didn't know who to call. We all kind of know about Weave. But other than that, I didn't know of any other organizations. And that's a problem. The women who need the help need to know where to get the help. And we really need to bring that to them on the street in addition to bringing the awareness to the, the public. That's what Connect to Change really births from right there, that part. It's amazing how many resources are out there, but how we don't have access to them for whatever reason. It's even with like the veterans, there's so many homeless veterans and I'm like, there's so many resources. Why, where's the disconnect? There's not a bridge. There's not a bridge. There's the bridges just don't seem to be there, unfortunately. So you don't know how to get to them. You don't, it's amazing how many resources we have um, and how people don't actually know that they are available. So connect to change is that bridge. You are being that bridge that you um, ultimately didn't know you needed until you needed it and didn't get it, but finally got in somehow and realized this is what I needed. I needed a bridge. Oh my gosh. You went and experienced a need so you could fulfill it. Right. That's I want to bridge, bridge the gap that a lot of these women are falling through. And yeah. then also not just for the women, but also bridge together the organizations so that we could all work better together and help fulfill each other's missions. You know, because um, there's lots of them too. There's lots of them that are out there, right? And I think it's important that we, um, like I told you, collaboration. There's magic in collaboration. We're so much stronger together, so much stronger together than we ever would be competing against each other. And in this type of work, there is no competition. There's no competition. It's all- There's purpose. There's great- purpose, right? You see, there is no competition when there is purpose. Um, how can people get involved? How can they um, know more about you? What's your social media? I'll make sure to plug it all in the description, everyone too, but I'm going to let her tell you like how you guys can get involved with her. Wait, let me give them the homework because I found homework. Um, listen, look, squirrel, listen, you know, I'll be quick to start somewhere and then go the other way. Um, I had the ladies rolling today, Emily, at, at the training. Anyways, listen, okay. Your homework is to go find out about sex trafficking in Sacramento in, and wherever you're at. So I know some of you are listening in Florida. I love my Florida peeps. Hey, listen, I, I got East Coast family, right? And friends, and I love y'all. And, and all over, I, I know people are listening. Actually, now it's picking up more momentum. So wherever you're at, okay? Because we're here in Sacramento. We happen to unfortunately be very, very high. I'm not going to tell you what that is, nor is Emily, unless she already did. And then, well, she told you. Anyways. I want you to go find out. That's your homework. Your homework is to go find out what's really going on in your world around you. So many times we are so plugged in elsewhere. We don't realize that right now on this, this beautiful podcast of yours, a woman is out there fighting for her life. She just got left with all of her belongings at eight months pregnant or three months pregnant because she's no more used to her John, right? Her pimp, her boyfriend who 
she's been supporting for the mission of them. Well, you right. know, and actually I was dropped off with not all my belongings because all my, and you'll find this is not um, abnormal to have, but he kept majority of all my things locked away in his stepmom's home. Wow. So he only gave me um, what he felt I needed whenever, whatever time. So when he left me out on the street, I had my leggings and my shirt that I had on, and I had another pair of leggings and a shirt in my bag and my phone, which wasn't connected. And that was about it. Yeah. That was about it. That is, it's insane. But that's what narcissists do. Narcissists will strip you. Um, people who want to control you, they'll strip you. They'll strip you away from your family, your friends, your loved ones. Um, they'll, they will control you ultimately, right? They will um, suck all the power out of you or try to, but that is also all of your purpose. You know, I say this all the time, suffering is necessary until it's no longer necessary. And Emily, you suffered up until a point that it was no longer necessary for you. And you had endured enough that you were able now to come and be with us today and share the story of it and share and build from you know, a perspective of that suffering because you are not alone in your suffering and connect to change will take women from suffering to no longer suffering, right? Because it was necessary and we want to build them up, right? I'm in the business of building up people who go on to build up their careers, their jobs, their businesses, their lives to go live the empowered life, right? To go live in their full authority. And that is the calling I know in my life. And that's what you're doing as well. We are not building you up to stay. We are building you up to go. Emily's building these women up and getting them connected to change so that they can go out there and be a force to be reckoned with as well. And that they can live in their purpose because they have a story to share. So I am, um, you know, I'm just so excited. So tell them your social media handles. We're going to put anything, but tell them where they can find and contact you. Tell them a little bit more. You can still see my website, Connect to Change with the TO, connecttochange.org. I will, I am actually building a new one. So we will be switching over to Connect to with the number two change fairly soon. Okay. Um, but you can definitely go on there and see more about my story and see what more we do um, to get um, a little bit more back on me. Social and media. I, social media. I have those on there. As of last night, I did do some name changing and switchovers. Love it. So um, the mo majority of them are all connect with the number two change. Okay. Um, but I will be updating those on the site as well. Because you're rebranding right now. Mm -hmm. Getting yes. it. This is great. This is this is good. All before you finish it. You finish. If it you off. have any any questions, though, you can reach me on email. Emily at connect with the number two change.org yeah. that's up and running. So I'm able to communicate with people effectively. Awesome. Still. Um, and we're going to link all that into the description, everybody. We're going to link her social media, her website. You're going to see all that there. Um, her email address. Listen, she is available for donations. I'm going to promote and support that out. If you feel like you want to get behind the cause and offer your support to her. Hey, if you even think that you have some mentorship or you want to donate items for women, or you just really love what's going on here and you want to follow her journey along, we support all those things. I know she does. I'm incredibly proud of you. I mean, coming to uh, me a couple of years ago now and um, wanting to go one direction and I seeing that there was this whole other way for you and you trusting me um, in your pathway, you trusting the process, you know, your faith speaks volumes because you did, you had, you gave it all. I, I love when women show up and they'll be like, I gave you my last $50 for them books. You know, like I'm, I'm a, I donated blood to take this course, right? Like, I mean, this is Emily, Emily literally donated blood to take one course. Okay. I mean, this is how real it is, but that intentionality is what brought her to where she is today. And I'm telling you, this woman is unstoppable, but more than anything, she is going into the sea of despair and she's about to rip all those souls out of it and place them on the shore and they're going to walk safely again once again they are no longer going to be captive into that despair that they are going to be able to walk on shore and when they walk on shore they're going to walk empowered and when they walk empowered they're going to be able to cast their own net back into the sea of despair and pull another grippling rumbling thousands of souls back out and that is how we change the direction of this life that's how we make all the suffering worth it 
that we return um, with the elixir, with the energetic power, with the power to recover, right? And help restore what is lost. Redemption, it is, it is the story of redemption. We get to help people um, be redeemed back to what rightfully belongs to them. And it's on each person to rise up. Emily did this. The support staff was there. Please be encouraged everyone that you have the power within you to do it. Nobody is coming to save you. I've already told you that. That's already been done. Okay. It's already been done. God has already laid that upon, upon us as a beautiful gift of grace and mercy, which follows us all the days of our lives. Please understand this. So nobody's coming to save you, but the way out is within the deeper you crawl within the more free you become. This is why you have the power to set in stillness. I know it was stolen for you, but you have the power and authority to set in stillness and meditation and to watch before you the beautiful unfoldings of the now that exists in the door that awaits for you to open it with gratitude. Emily, I'm so grateful for you being with us today. We're going to link everything in. Everybody, please help me uh, make sure that you reach out to Emily and give her the feedback and tell her, um, you know, congratulations, give her feedback on her story, connect with her. And that is all I have for you. Emily, thank you so much. Don't forget your homework, everyone. You are to check out what's really going on in your city, your town, your nation. Find out what's going on with homeless people, women, sex. You know, human trafficking is huge. It's huge. Children are starting really young. Go find out and then figure where out your placement is. Emily, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome, my dear. All right, everyone, remember to do your homework. The difference is in you. Thanks everyone for listening today. I hope you received a lot out of that episode and are feeling energized and ready for whatever lies ahead. If you did enjoy it, I'd appreciate it if you'd share it out. Thank you in advance for doing so. Please also connect with me on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Natasha M. Palumbo. And until next time, Be encouraged, be empowered, and as always, be well.